0: Right
1: live from One.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show, live, live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. A Here to talk about who other than Javante Williams, yeah, Javante Williams is somebody we're going to be speaking of. Uh, in this in this live stream repetitively because Russell Wilson's talking about him. Um, earlier on, uh, this is five, what was it, five, six hours ago, Russell Wilson says he's ready to feed Javante Williams. And I know that some of you are going to say, Smitty, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. He's going to talk him up, okay? Melvin Gordon's still going to get a lion's share of the work. Well, not according to Russell Wilson, who said, quote, that boy can run the football, uh, end quote. And and I know this isn't huge news, and, and there's so much that can happen, but it just gives me more time to talk about Javante Williams, which I don't, uh, I never, I never turn my back on an opportunity to talk up Javante Williams. I'm a little concerned that we're gonna lose some of this 15 to 20 overall uh, draft value steal. Uh, territory type stuff that we're looking at right now because people are freaking out about Melvin Gordon. We can literally steal him away like candy at 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and we get these occasional people that come in here, the casuals, the fantasy Karens come in and say, yeah, Smitty, I'd take him, at, I'd take him in the third round. If I see, see Javante at 3.2, 3.4, I'll take him. I'll take him. I'll take him, Smitty. I bet you will, Bob. I bet you would. The problem is, he's not going to be there. Where's my music? There we go. The problem is, he's not going to be there, Bob. He's not going to be there for you. I've got I've got food all over me. Somebody just ate some... I ate a little cookie. <laughs> Javante Williams' season is here. We're going to open up the phone lines. And we're going to discuss this further. With all of you fine people. We've also got the voicemail group kicking into gear. We've got Silver Rapture leaving a voice message. But Silver, I hope you're watching, good buddy. Because boy, do I have an intro for you. Silver Rapture. I'm in there, big dog. You know I'm in there. There's two big dogs standing side by
0: side. There's a Rottweiler and pitbull pit bull. You know we're about to get it.
1: <laughs> two big dogs. Two big dogs standing side by side we we got to hear that one more time. Silver!
0: Silver Rapture. I'm in there, big dog. You know I'm in there. There's two big dogs standing side by side. There's a Rottweiler and Pitbull. pit bull. You know we're about to get it. <laughs> Silver! Hey, bro. Y'all looking at me with my six on Brees
1: Hall. Oh, this is from yesterday. This is old. Basically, we did a Dynasty mock draft, and and we rated Brees Hall in a scale from... 10 being the most resilient to bust, and, and zero being a complete, you know, bust waiting to happen. And Silver was backing up his sixth grade. And he, he mainly, I think he's worried about Carter for this year, but Silver does like him long term. This one's from Danny. Danny.
0: Danishmani hey is Daniel. Daniel. Uh, in my Dynasty League, we're drafting our rookies tonight, but I was able to do a train today, and I traded uh, Travis Kelsey, T. Higgins. And the two hundred six for Justin Jefferson. Uh, just let me know your thoughts on the trade, and uh, super excited about it to be honest. Yeah.
1: You've just been Smitty approved. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and, and, and approve that one, Daniel. That's pretty pretty solid. Justin Jefferson. Look, he's top four in dynasty. He's top four or five. Top four or five. You could argue three. You could argue Justin JJ Jefferson double J is literally number three. And you give up Kelsey in Dynasty, who's not not second round material in Dynasty. Higgins. I, I like Higgins, but he's not even fifth. He's like fifth round, sixth round, but like yeah, yeah, man. Second rounder? I mean, you completely blasted that man. Completely that guy should take a uh take a lap or just let's see. Take a lap. T- take a it's lap. The old school. Take a lap. T- t- Smitty's so, getting a lot of his sounds and and stuff on point because I had to change computers and upgrade and. I had to get it all back under control, so we got the old take a lap back. Uh not that we don't have this one. But you know, we got we got it, we got it in the works. Tariq.
0: Hey Smitty has Tariq. How's everything going? Happy Wednesday. Uh, I just had a question Tariq. on Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh with the trading of Hollywood Brown going to the Cardinals, uh, what's the fantasy outlook gonna be for Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, the running back core? specifically for J.K. Dobbins. Do you think Dobbins will be a top 15 running back this year? Is it worth getting him in their redraft? Thanks, Paul.
1: Uh I mean, I, I've said this about a thousand times um, and not saying that you should have known this, uh, Tariq. I'm just merely saying that I'm I'm consistent with it. Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of J.K. Dobbins this year. J.K. Dobbins is coming back from a torn ACL and it's just a tough injury to come back from. We can't use Adrian Peterson as an example of a fast return from an ACL tear, because he's an anomaly. And I don't think we can ever expect that. Um, I, I think it takes a year. It takes a year. You can come back and be mediocre. But the problem is that's one red flag. We've also got that he lives in a running back by committee. Now, I know that uh, the the, the, the uh, Gus Edwards, the Gus bus, he, t- you know, he tore his knee up too. Um, but we're talking about a running back by committee, by design. We're talking about also a team that, that that's going to put Lamar Jackson in a position to vulture a lot of the touchdowns. I'm just staying clear of it. And I know everybody wants to throw Bateman out there as this consistent guy. And I, I'm okay if you want to roll Bateman out as your wide receiver three and expect more, but I certainly wouldn't be drafting uh, Bateman to be a, like an elite. Top end wide receiver three or low end wide receiver two. The opportunities for sure there. Um, yeah, if Andrew stays healthy, overcome, he's going to absolutely have a, a bonkers type season. Um, this also could be a bad thing for the, Ra- the Ravens. Have a great defense. They, have, they 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 made some great moves. This draft was phenomenal. Um, but they they need something. Like I, I I think they needed to to probably keep Hollywood. I don't I don't know that I would have made this trade. I think Lamar Jackson's, you know, struggling to come to terms of signing long-term in Baltimore. And I don't think it was really a great move for for them to to draft or to trade Hollywood Brown away. When, when really, I think Lamar Jackson needed that. He needed giving Lamar Jackson, like throwing him for a loop walking into the season, I don't think is the best approach. He's had two years where there's been like question marks or something's come up. The 2020 season... He literally uh, busted for half of a season and didn't show up statistically. Literally, you put him on the bench at some point during weeks like one through eight. You like literally couldn't stand it anymore. He was not scoring at all. Then he came back on a tear, became Lamar Jackson in 2020, the end of the season. Came in with momentum. And then in 2021, he was, you know, obviously banged up. And there's a lot of, of, of just disappointment if you owned him. Two years in a row, regardless of his winning percentage and all that and his his upside, I get it. Guy runs 150 to 170. I think he was on pace for over 170 rushing attempts. Um, if you divide, you extrapolate his season out into a full season, that's too much. Like this, You're going to ask this guy to run more, it sounds like it. You get rid of Hollywood Brown, he's going to find one less open situation every six, seven times he drops back to pass now. Now he's going to tuck it and run another additional one time out of every four, five, six, or ten. Like, I I don't know. I'm just not excited about this move offensively for the Ravens, and I don't think it just the slack just gets picked up by Bateman. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Kenny.
0: Hey, Smitty. What are we making of Mooney this offseason? He didn't get any competition in the draft, but he didn't really get much help on the other side either. I love the kid. I'm just worried about him getting double teamed.
1: Yeah, Mooney. Let me put the names on screen here for the replay value of the show. I mean, get with it, Smitty. Mooney. I, I like Mooney. Um I think Mooney's got a potential high end wide receiver three season in, in the cards, for sure. Um I think that's definitely, definitely in the cards. Um but but I also think there could be like a high expectation that he can't meet. We'll see how Chicago looks. I don't I, I don't know. I, I I would draft him as a wide receiver th- low end wide receiver three, but I don't know that I'd fully expect him to be completely like to go bonkers. Um let's see here. Let's go to the phone lines. I'll open up the phone lines and you guys can dial in. Call into the show Call into the show. Where is it? There we go. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Dial into the show if you know what's good for you. That phone number is 602 635 3664. That is 602 602- NFL, dong, dial in, ring that dong bell, let's go, uh, I have a, another, here we go, call into the show,
0: dial 602, in N-F-L, dong,
1: uh, dial again, I missed your call,
0: call into the show, dial 602, N-F-L, dong,
1: dial in, Darling, again, I accidentally hung up on you. I apologize. What's up, buddy boy? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What can I do you for? What's up, Smitty? It's Tanner. What's going Tanner, on? what's up, Tanner? Oh, not much, brother. Hey, uh,
2: I do a lot of PP, PPR redraft. I bet you uh, do. And I always try to snag a uh, Aaron Rodgers pass catcher. Who are you looking to blow up this season?
1: The lizard, man. I mean, I I like. That's what uh, I was wondering. I like Watson. I hope Watson does develop quickly, and he certainly could. Uh, I'm certainly targeting Watson as well. But Lazard, I, I feel like Watson might put a, a, a little rain uh, forecast on on Lazard's parade. So that's good. That's good. Lazard yeah, should uh, fall. But
2: what uh, what round are you expecting to draft an egg
1: Hmm. If I had to guess, I would say, like, we've done mock drafts, at like, you know, into six and seven, and I haven't seen him go. So, like, sounds like an eight, nine rounder. Like, that's that's pretty good. That's where you're starting to grab, like, backup running backs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, would I take him at six? No. Um, Could he deliver six potential? Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, I like Watson a lot. I'm not saying I don't like Watson. Um, I I just think Lazard will step in right away. Have a good like. This is good news that 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 the pack for Lazard. It's good news that the Packers didn't trade for any like his value stays really high. If they had traded for DK Metcalf yeah. or McLaurin, then it would have been like Lazard would have been a good three four. But now he's an excellent wide receiver three that you can get probably later than wide receiver three value or like very low end.
2: Right on. Well, I appreciate
1: it, brother. Yeah, dial back if you got another one, bro. All right, man, we'll do. Tanner. Later. later. Tanner, madcap. Call into the show. Dial 602.
0: N-F-L. Dial. Let's
1: get rid of Ryan's in the background of that right there. Okay, dial, dial in. Uh, yeah, that was Lazard. Um, I like Lazard a lot. Um that on screen, Lazard's interesting. He's crafty. He's crafty. I like him a lot. I, I don't know that I expect, you know, anything more than wide receiver three numbers, but like eleven hundred and eight to nine touchdowns. That's do he could do that. He could do that. Robinson already dynasty running back one Evans uh, over Kamara. Um, it, it's gonna be tough, bro. I know he Brian's trying to scout the twenty twenty three running. Back draft class already I, I I like this running back class that's coming out I think they're going to be potentially even Charbonnet uh, Charbonnet was that, uh, one of my favorite dark horse running backs from this draft class probably the same kind of level I liked him as like Rashad White where I'm like this guy could be the number two and you know, he could be even better Charbonnet is one of the hardest running backs to tackle in college football he returned to college he was supposed to come out then he decided to go back to school for another year, so Charbonnet's in there. Uh, they've got so, Evans, um, Robinson, um, Gibbs. There's so many running backs. There, there. It's a great class. What's up, pal? You're live on the fantasy football show. What can I do you for? Hey, it's funny it's the Bruce. I got a quick the Bruce. For the you. Bruce. Hold on, the Bruce. <laughs> Hold on. All right. I have everything set up, but it's not it's not fully functional yet. Hold on, the Bruce. We got a little intro for you. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it, De the Bruce? There we go. Um, the Bruce is loose. Yeah, buddy. Bruce, what's up, pal?
0: Hey, I got another question about another Aaron Rodgers pass catcher. What do you think of Bobby Cunyon this year? Uh, he's coming off an ACL, but Aaron Rodgers seems to love him.
1: Tunyon, uh, isn't Tunyon? Uh, let's see. Let me let me look up and just see what his status is, like how how recovered he is ahead of schedule um, from the torn ACL. Torn in week eight, though. I don't know, man. Uh, ACLs are just so tough. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold my breath that he has a I, I liked him, the Bruce. I liked him. But but week eight, that's not an easy feat. I'm gonna go ahead and say take a take a hard pass, mainly because you can get Albert O, you can get Fryermouth, you can get if that's if you don't get Knox or Dalton Schultz or Waller in round five. Like you literally have no excuse to get past those names and like be like crap. I need to get a, a Bobby Boy Tunyon. You know, with the torn ACL, like like Friermuth, uh, and, and Albert O are pretty hard to like miss on. Like they'll be there for you. You know. So yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say negative on that one. But trust your gut, the Bruce. I'm not saying it's not possible that Tanya can't have like a, a big bounce back year. But torn ACL, I don't know, bro. G- give him a give him a year before you start expecting too much. That, that's a that's a tall order. The Bruce, I've torn my ACL before. And I know oh, I'm not too. a professional athlete. <laughs> you what?
0: I tore my ACL points.
1: Yeah. I know I'm not a professional athlete, but dare I say, to dare I say I may be able to get Robert Tunyon a run for his money in terms of agility drills. So, you know, if I struggle with it, I, I'm going to say Robert Tunyon's going to struggle with it, the Bruce. I can go out there and run a, a, a right around a six-minute, maybe under a six-minute mile to Bruce. But I couldn't do that right away, the Bruce. It took me it took me a good year to get back to full strength. Now, Tunyon's a professional athlete, but is he really on the same level as these guys that are, you know, elite wide receivers and running backs in the NFL? I'm gonna say negative. I'm gonna say Tunyon's gonna take a full year and that's expected. But the Bruce, trust your gut. What else you got for me?
0: Uh I can't think of one right now. I just thought of Tonion. They thought uh, the past catcher, the Bruce and I was like, is still there he's on a one-year deal."
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, call back if you got another question.
0: All right, I will be. I'll,
1: I'll be here answering phone lines.
0: Yep. All right.
1: Later. The Bruce. The Bruce is unreal dude the dude is uh dude's always working hard for the show advocating what's up you're live on the fantasy football show who who am i talking to hey
2: what's up man it's overcome it's who overcome
1: oh overcome my,
2: my user my oh,
0: username overcome yeah, i username. thought you
1: said oberton like who's oberton Overcome. Okay, oh, yeah, gotcha. Uh, overcome. What's up, man?
0: Not much, man. How you doing?
1: I'm like, this poor this poor guy Overton has no idea. I have no idea who he is. But it's overcome.
0: Ah. Oh. Hit
1: me with hit me with it. Yeah, what do you man, got? I,
2: I, I, yeah, man, listen to you all
0: last season, man. Freaking uh got me through fantasy
2: freaking um So I was thinking about streaming quarterbacks this coming season. What do you think about that?
1: Um Best player available, man. Like if if if, it's hard to imagine Russell Wilson not being at a point where I could snag him. It's hard to believe before that. I don't see Burrow or Herbert being tempting. It's hard to believe before that that I don't see, uh, you know, Mahomes falling to round four because people are freaking out about not having Hill there, and then maybe Josh Allen falls to three point one zero. Like I always say, um, overcome. You get to a point in a draft where, yeah, you don't. You want to take advantage of the waiting on a quarterback approach, but if the best player available is Josh Allen or Herbert or whoever, you just grab that player. Like let 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 yourself give yourself more credit that you could still find the same kind of value at wide receiver or running back that you feel like you're getting at quarterback. There, you know, like so many people say, but the value so much later. Court well, so is running back. Like who's to say you won't get AJ Dillon or Tony Pollard or ETN falls to a ridiculous you know value, which probably won't fall past like round five. But stranger things have happened. And if Tony Pollard's sitting there, if if uh, you know Rashad White later, like I mean, there's so many there's so many scenarios I can paint that are equally as impacting for a running back or wide receiver falling than a quarterback falling, you know. Not to say that is it isn't advantageous to like you're sitting in round seven, okay, and you took Josh Allen at three point four and you're sitting there in round seven and Kyler Murray's still there or Tom Brady's still there or Russell Wilson's still still there and you're kicking yourself because you could have that player. I get it. And and I'm all for it, you know, if you if the best player available is still not gonna be quarterback. But it doesn't change the fact that I'm not forcing a Cam Akers instead of drafting, you know, a Josh Allen, you know, like I'm not I'm not just taking a running back, but I will say that I love Lance in like the 10, 11, 12 quarterback taken range. I love Aaron Rodgers in the in the 8, 9, 10. I like uh more so Russell Wilson as a 6, 7, 8, you know, 8th quarterback taken. I love Mahomes in round 4. I love Burrow around 4 or 5. I love Herbert in 4 or 5. Um, and it's just so hard for me to get to a point where I'm streaming quarterbacks. Like, honestly. But you could. Dak Prescott. He, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson. You take Deshaun Watson. You take a quarterback ahead of him to start in his place until he's ready. Like, if you had Carr and Watson, you might have top six quarterback numbers. So, it's not a bad thing. Right on, man. Right on. I, I did not mean to confuse you anymore because right. I'm, I'm basically telling you it's it works, but don't do it or don't do it. Or, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Depends on who's on the clock, bro. What else, it, sure. what else you got? What else you
0: got?
1: What do you think about the James Robinson ETN situation? Um, I mean, it's ETN's job. Let me put ETN on screen here. It's ETN's job, assuming he's healthy. And the last thing I heard was like eighty to eighty-five percent that he was good to go. Um, If we find out he's not totally ready for week one or something, then we'll have to readjust. But James Robinson's in a worse spot than him. I know the Liz Frank injury can can sometimes end a player's career, but some players don't ever recover from an ACL tear. Not to mention James Robinson already had a lot going against him: unrestricted free agent. Teams usually don't fully invest in running backs. That's why ETM was even taken, you know, because James Robinson was was, uh, an unrestricted free agent. And and teams just don't value that for whatever reason, right or wrong, they just don't. And so, you know, Etn I believe walks in with the better hands, the better potential skill set overall. I know James Robinsons look good, but coming off an ACL tear, uh, I'm not uh, I'm not expecting, you know, James Robinson, or I'm sorry, Achilles, Achilles right? He had Achilles. Didn't James Robinson have Achilles? Yeah. Yeah, he Achilles. Uh, yeah, I was, I yeah Achilles even worse. I was thinking ACL for a second. That's that's uh, J.K. Dobbins, James Robinson. Yeah, Achilles, he's done, bro. You know how I feel about James uh, about Achilles tendons. You know, Acres Acres can't I, Acres can't get away from me right now. I I've, there's no way that that uh, James Robinson is going to escape my Achilles death grap, grapple. I don't know, bro. Right on, man. What are you thinking? Yeah,
2: that's solid, solid, solid freaking points, dude. Solid points. Well, what do you
1: think? Do you like James Robinson?
2: Yeah, man, I, I think he's a freaking beast, man. He's one of my favorite backs in the league for sure. J Rob,
1: uh, J Rob. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. then I, I just bursted your bubble, bro.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, but. So yeah, man. That's some solid freaking points, man. Solid well. points. I mean, let's say uh, James Robinson Virginia.
1: looks great. Like, let's wait and see. Like, what's the latest we've heard on James Robinson? I'm trying to pull it up. James Robinson, uh, the last the last thing I see is back in, in December, uh, being diagnosed with a torn Achilles and will miss the rest of the season. So this was back in December. There's no way this – like, it takes nine months to a year to recover. I don't care what Acres did. So, you're, you're talking about really pushing it for, for week one. I don't know. I don't yeah. know, man. Tr- trust your yeah, gut. Trust know. your gut. You know, stem cell therapies, everyone keeps saying that's what is going to make Akers come back. Maybe, there, maybe there's some kind of revolutionary, you know, rebound for both these guys because of that stem cell therapy. They're probably both on, you know. So, I mean don't cut them take it like maybe you can get them i, I imagine you could get them at the tail end of your draft you know so like you could scoop up a bunch of james robinson robinson shares and if i'm wrong you'll make out like a bandit so if i'm if i'm right you'll spend a, a late draft pick on, them.
2: Right on man. all right man Pre- sure.
1: appreciate you
0: um, yeah thanks man See you, man
1: poor guy i think it just bursted his bubble do you like James Robinson? Yeah, he's my favorite player. <laughs> God, I felt bad. I felt horrible. <laughs> Poor man. Uh, he's probably burning jerseys now. What's up? You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Rock out. Rock out? What's up, pal? What's up? Uh, what's your
2: opinion on Pierce and Houston from Florida?
1: Uh, Pierce? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like him. He's got upside. He's got potential opportunity. Um, but I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like banking on anything. Uh, you talk about. You talk about. You talk about the wide receiver, right?
2: The running
1: back. Oh, Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. Okay. Yeah, Damian Pierce. He's got upside. He's in. Uh, he's in Houston. But, but the only problem is this is – I'll pull this quote up here. This is from Nick Casario, the GM. I'm sure you've, you've read it or seen it, but for those people that haven't, yeah. not a very good uh, statement by the GM to, to make you feel all warm and fuzzy about him. Texas General Manager Nick Casario said, and Casario means business. He's not an inept GM. He knows what he's doing, so you kind of got to, like, understand that he has pull – and it, this isn't just where the GM says something, and then the coach is going to Lovey Smith's going to do something different. Like this guy's in, he's in some major control. So Casario said that Damian Pierce would have to create a role for himself. I don't think he's is going to be all. It's going to be all about uh, offense and who is. I'm sorry. I don't think this is going to be all about offense and who is going to carry the ball and who is going to be the lead running back. I we'll see, man. Um. When, hey. We'll, we'll one see. more question. Yeah.
2: Like what receiver should we be targeting in Tennessee? Like Woods
1: or like Burks? Uh Woods coming off the ACL tear. God, so many injuries, man. All these questions today have been like ACL and Achilles injury recoveries. Um I'm not I'm yeah. not I, I mean, it's Burks, man. It's Burks. Woods coming off an ACL tear. It's gonna take him time. And it wasn't like an early tear. You know, it was kind of a... When did he tear that? Was it in December? Uh, In the year. Robert. Bobby Tree Woods, which is such a shame because we love this man's name. Um, (laughs) What do we call him? Roberto Trees, right? Roberto Trees tore his ACL. It was a... (sighs) When did he tear it? His game log shows him playing through week number nine. And then he never played again. So this happened in no in November, early November, or yeah, earlyish November. So he's gonna have quite a bit of time to recover. He'll he'll probably be on the field, but I mean, look at look at look at Barkley though, man. You know, Barkley is one of the the most physically gifted um, players in terms of muscle and and. Uh, and and just like raw physical strength and, and ability, especially a lower body, which is when you're looking at an ACL tear and you've got um you've got a lot of quad strength, you'll atrophy a lot less and and you also have a lot of like surrounding muscles around your knee that, that other people don't have. Like if you or I feel like our own knees right now, it's like you feel the bone, you know? And it's like guys yeah. like Barkley have just unbelievable amount of muscle. Surrounding uh, that knee area, and it kind of acts as like a, a a mechanism of keeping the knee tight. So when you tear your ACL, if you or I tear our ACLs, rock out. I'm showing it on the screen here. I don't know if you can see it, but if the ACL keeps your your knee joint tight, you know, so when you're bending, it's tight. When you tear your ACL, your knee kind of moves around like that. Now a little bit more micro movement, like. But you have your LCL, you have your MCL, and then that ACL to keep that knee joint tight. Well, now your knee's going like that, grinding down all that meniscus, and you could tear everything. You could tear it just because there's no tightness to it. Well, you got a guy like Barkley who's got all that that quad muscle and surrounding knee muscles. It's almost like it's tight anyway. It's like wrapping your knee in an ACE bandage. So my whole point Mm -hmm. is for Barkley to tear his ACL, what was it, week one or week two of 2020? I think it was week one or week, or two. week two. Yeah, Torres ACL literally had all of the entire season, and then the entire off season, like literally almost a full calendar year, and he wasn't even ready. He wasn't even ready for week one, and that was clear as day. Uh, Robert Woods, I don't think has had any setbacks. The last report I see, it's from March twenty-six. It says Titans wide receiver Robert was does a doesn't appear concerned about his surgically repaired knee heading into the season. He's also a wide receiver. Wide receivers have a lot easier of a time recovering from a knee injury like that. Um, they're taking less hits to the knee in general. They're, they're, they're getting tackled by one and two players instead of three or four and five players at a time. So Robert Woods is probably looking at a, a more likely, you know, a speedy recovery. But I'm just saying, like, I, 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 give me Burks all day long.
2: All right, sounds good.
1: All right, man. Didn't mean to talk your ear off on that one. All
2: uh, right.
1: You got another question? Rock out. Rock out's out. Oh, out. <laughs> uh, rock out. Appreciate you, rock out. Call into the show. Dial 602.
0: N-F-L. Stop.
1: Robert Woods. Uh, we got a lot of Robert Woods fans here. We had, Apparently, we had some James Robinson fans here. I think I, I I pissed some people off today. Woods will be ready for week one, says Aaron. I mean that's that's what we think. We don't know. No one knows. What's up? We're live. You're live hey, on the fantasy football that- show. Hey Smitty, it's the Bruce. The Bruce, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the Bruce is loose. What's up, Bruce? Hit me. All right, I,
0: I got one the two Brown moves that were done during the draft with AJ moving to Philly and Hollywood moving to Arizona. Am I nuts to think that the AJ Brown move helps out Jalen hurts more than Hollywood moving to Arizona, helping Kyler.
1: Are you nuts? No. I mean, it's not that crazy of a statement, Bruce. I think you could, you could easily argue both. um, I, I mean, A.J. Brown helps Jalen Hurts a, a, an enormous amount. And Hollywood Brown, before Hopkins went down, was was a good move. It helped out Kyler a lot. Um, I think, if anything, it saves Kyler's life to have Hollywood there. And what's weird is how people were, were, were weird human beings, the Bruce. I've talked about this before. It's the psychology in me that I love to uh, uh, analyze and and go over and and just scratch my head and, and, and wonder why and ask why and scream out why. Why people look at situations so weirdly when their expectations are in the way. Like, Hollywood Brown for Hopkins, that swap straight up is advantageous for the Cardinals. So, right away, the Cardinals have a better offense than they had last year. They got Connor resigned. I don't care about Chase Edmonds. They got Connor resigned, so he's back. They've got a a rookie tight end they could potentially lean on. Rondell Moore is going to be a little bit more ready, and you got Hollywood Brown replacing Hopkins. I like Hopkins, but Hollywood Brown, um, you probably would trade Hopkins straight up for Hollywood if you're the Cardinals, and you had to make that move. So the fact that they're replacing Hopkins with Hollywood, the offense is better. Like, of course, it could have been better than even even more better to have. Hopkins and Hollywood on the on the field at the same time, but I'm just saying everybody's counting out Kyler now. Not not that I haven't ripped a, ripped, ripped him to shreds this offseason, but I'm saying statistically, if he can yeah. get his head straight, like not much will change. Anything, if anything, it could get a little better than last year. And then when Hopkins comes back, maybe things are even more appealing for for prospective Kyler owners. But uh, but I will say I do think overall Jalen Hurts is gonna have a monster year. He's going to prove a lot of people wrong. He's got two really good wide receivers. I think Devontae Smith is going to get uh, completely ignored by fantasy football owners everywhere, which is great news because he could be a wide receiver three for you. You could grab Devontae Smith as a wide receiver three. I like him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was like looking at it, and I'm looking at the, the – because I look at the rosters, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I think all they were missing was an A.J. Brown. And they train together in the offseason, from what I understand, Hurts and and AJ, they're like best friends, BFFs.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, AJ Brown's a, a darn good wide receiver. He has trouble staying healthy. I go live with them every offseason um, for a short, mini, little, you know, Q and A. I very much hope yeah. that happens this year, so I can talk talk to AJ Brown again and ask him about you know how excited he is and w- what he thinks about Jalen, but. Jalen Hurts is so doubted by so many people, and I don't hear anybody really saying anything right now. Everyone's kind of just quiet. I don't think Jalen Hurts' doubters are ready to come around, but I think they've stopped passing around a lot of negativity and and slinging mud at him because they know they could be proven completely wrong this year. And then they're going to blame it on the weapons. Like, he's got a lot of weapons. I mean, of course he's going to do it. Or you hear people say, he's got to do it now. Or if he doesn't do it now... Then he really sucks, you know. Like no one's, everyone's trying to like weasel their way out of all their Jalen Hurts sucks predictions that they've made. He's gonna he's gonna ball out. He's a good fantasy player. He he had one season under his belt and people judge him. He played I think two and a half games his rookie year, the first two of which he had I, I believe over three hundred yards in both games. One of them, if I remember correctly, was like a 350 like fifty total yard game for him and like three or four touchdowns. The next game, he was absolutely amazing. I think it was like 300 yards and two or three scores. And then literally, and then literally, the third game, he struggled and he got benched. And then he came into his his next year, played a full year, played really well from a fantasy perspective. And then everybody's saying things like what Aaron just dropped. Exactly what I said is no more excuses for Hurts now. Like, what do you mean? Who? What excuses were there for him? Like, what, what did Hurts do to earn this okay his last chance now like he had a good year for the most part he had to work on accuracy yeah yeah you had to work on accuracy and and like Josh Allen didn't have to work on accuracy and his mechanics and and no one's saying he's Josh Allen but like if you're gonna give other quarterbacks a year and then say okay now they're going into their sophomore year let's see what they got instead of okay now he's got no more excuses this is the final shot he's got this is when when someone says this, no offense, Aaron, but when someone says this about Jalen Hurts, it's because they've been so critical, they have to say something like this to like give a way out, like no more excuses now. And if he does it, Aaron will probably say something. And no offense, Aaron, Aaron will probably say something like, "Well, we knew he he he, he had the weapons to at least become relevant or good." Like th- this definitely comes from somebody that's already predicted his demise. And that's okay. Yeah, that's why I, we played I, the game.
0: I I had him last year because everyone doubted him. I said, "Man, he's a good, he's a good quarterback." And yeah. then I'm um, looking at him this year. I'm like, I'm like, I said he's going to prove him wrong again.
1: Yeah. And, and then and then this comment by Aaron too. Like, no offense, Aaron. I'm sorry to pick on you here, but you are throwing this stuff <laughs> out there for me to grab. But you said fantasy football good QB, not good NFL QB. Again, one year. He's had one year in the two and a half games he actually played, or at least the two out of the three games. It was unfair. They benched him, I think, halfway through his third game. It was uh, uh, Peterson, Doug Peterson, which is one reason he got removed. He had a, a horrible relationship with, with owner ownership as well. But literally, this guy had two phenomenal first starts, Comes in, has one year where he starts the whole year. Does well. And people say things like, he's good for fantasy but not for NFL. Just wait. Just wait. Let him develop. Let him get better. Not to mention, Aaron, I don't know what you do for a living. Let's pretend you were in banking. I could see Aaron in banking. I could see Aaron in banking. Yeah. Aaron, tell me. Tell us what you do. You don't have to tell us where. But tell us what you do. I can see banking or potentially... Some kind of quality control or something. But Aaron, what if you were sent into your job and every day you went to work, they said, Aaron, we're probably replacing you if you don't deliver at the end of this year. We're looking at some prospects right now. We're interviewing for your job, Aaron. We've got to interview midseason. We're going to talk about trading up to, to, to draft somebody in front of you. Constant negativity and doubt around this guy. He's hearing about how everyone's going to replace him. Over. And over, and over, and over. No support. Doug Peterson, Peterson gets removed partially for how he handled this this Jalen Hurt situation. Benching your future quarterback after two amazing starts and one shaky first half. You bench him. They bring, in, they bring in Sirianni, who you think, oh goodness, now Sirianni's going to, finally somebody's going to believe in him. Sirianni does the same thing. Hey, are you committing to – who was on the team at the time? Was it Flacco? Who was the backup last year?
0: Oh, Studfield, wasn't it? Stadfield? I don't know. I
1: forget who was. it was. like I want to say it was like Flacco or, yeah, maybe – I don't know. And it was literally like, hey, who's your starting quarterback? It's basically like asking uh, you know, a, a team like the Cardinals, who's your starting quarterback? Well, it's Kyler. Like, and what, is, what does Sirianni say? We haven't named a starter yet. You know, it's still an open competition. There is literally no one competing with Jalen Hurts. And you couldn't give him the support, the the public acknowledgement that he's your starting quarterback in your future. They've done nothing but doubt this kid. No wonder he struggled. I can't wait for him to explode. And I can't wait to see everybody uh, tuck their tail between their legs and, and run on home on this topic.
0: Yep, is that I look at him just like Josh Allen to a point of, but at least the Bills gave Josh Allen the time to develop.
1: Yeah, and not to mention like Aaron, we play. This is the fantasy football show. I, I mean, I do cover NFL. Like we would speak on, oh, he's a good fantasy quarterback, not a good NFL quarterback. That's something I would break down and say. Let's be honest, but still, like that's all that really matters in the end is that he's a good fantasy quarterback. So no more excuses for him. Well, he's been playing great. From the from the one perspective, so, all right, you got anything else for me? No, all
0: I'm right. good. All right, I had just thought of that, and I was like, oh I, man, I was like, I had to see if I was wrong. <laughs> hey, I, I want
1: to apologize to Bruce. Like, we could have had your intro done a lot sooner. I don't know what got into me to think that I was the man to introduce you. Like, you you introducing oh, no. yourself is the only way to go. I don't know what made me think that I can make a better intro than you. So, oh, I want to apologize oh, you, you for, for getting your... No, yeah, uh,
0: you could. You could.
1: I mean, who better to introduce the Bruce than the Bruce? Um, it just... Oh, the Bruce <laughs> is loose. I mean, it's just... It was idiotic of me to even try. Appreciate you, the Bruce.
0: I appreciate
1: Dial in you. anytime. Yep. Thank you. All right. Uh... Dial in to the show, people. 602-635.
2: Call into the show. Dial 602
0: NFL. Dial.
1: What's up, buddy? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show.
2: What up, Smitty? This is Rob calling, man. Rob? Yep. What's up, Rob? Uh, so I got a question, bro. Um, this league I'm in, I have seven twenty-three first-round picks. I just traded away Justin Jefferson. Um, I'm thinking, should I take two of those first-round picks and package it with like Fields and try to get uh, Patrick Mahomes or um, Josh Allen, or should I just keep the picks and just draft? Them? Pretty much, almost the whole first round next
1: year. I, I got mean,
2: seven out of ten people that's in the league, but I, I don't mean, want the guys to quit.
1: Yeah, t- 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 do you? Is there a great chance you're gonna have the one and the two?
2: Yeah, because I will still have five picks left, even if I package them away.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean the picks what, I'm
2: trying to trade is probably going to be late.
1: What did you I, – I mean, first of all, trading for Mahomes using the picks. No, I mean, if you could trade away like one of the late picks, like you know it's going to be a late pick. But at the same time, what's your team look like?
2: Um, I have I have Travis, Etienne. I have Trey Lance, Jalen Waddle, Kadarius Tony. I have Justin Fields, and then I just drafted um, Kenneth Walker,
1: Jameson Williams, oh. Traylon Burks, and Garrett. Yeah, man, keep the pick. You got a you got a youthful team going. If you if you land like let's say two of the top three overall talents, and especially if you get the one pick, uh, probably would be Robinson. Um, then you're you're in the money, man. You got Walker, Robinson, Waddle. That's that's fantastic. So I I definitely say hang tight unless the right offer comes along, or you can. Very, very confidently, give away like your last pick in that first round, and you know it's going to be like a 10, 11, or twelve, and you could get a monster quarterback upgrade without affecting getting the one, two, or three overall or anything like that. Then I'd consider it, but um, I wouldn't give up a couple of them for him. Is it a super flex? Yeah. Super flex. Oh, super flex. Yeah, I would try and give up. Try and give up the last pick or two. But make sure you don't give away that first, second, or third-round pick, man. You cannot give that away. You cannot. But if you're – I mean, you're giving away, like, the 10, the 11, the 12. Like, you give away two of those and you feel really confident you're you're giving away the worst of them. I'd take a quarterback the the Superflex, sure. You know?
2: Yeah, the guy the, – the picks I'm trading away, the guy got, like, Justin Herbert, Justin, Justin Jefferson, and he's got Mark Chase, plus he has Mark Andrews.
1: yeah. So I, I was thinking
2: I, his pick is probably going to
1: be late anyway. Yeah, definitely, definitely trade away that pick for a, a top. I mean, like think of it this way, man. Even if Robinson's as good as top two or three overall, let's lock it in. He's top three lock. JT's number one, and he's not going number one in superflex drafts. So you got to take the quarterback, and if you can get rid of your worst rookie pick and get a quarterback, or get rid of. Your worst rookie pick, and let's say a, also a 1st rounder, and then make sure you you know you don't give up you know the wrong twenty twenty three pick. Do that. Give up a 2024 1st rounder, and give up that worst pick that you'll have in round one next year for any one of those top like four quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. And then, so would, and then just, so would
2: you rather target Allen or
1: Mahomes? Uh, I'd rather have Josh Allen, and then I'd probably rather have Herbert. Over Mahomes And then I'd probably Rather have Mahomes I think Burrow and Mahomes are very close I don't
2: think The dude's gonna give up whole
1: <laughs> Yeah her, uh, Bur-
2: guy I just got the trade
1: from. Yeah Burrow is close too though You know I, I would probably do it For Burrow But just make sure You don't give up You know, Make sure you give up That pick What did you get For Jefferson? I got
2: uh, Jalen Waddle Travis ETN, 223 first The one team
1: and is is the pick you got going to maybe be the one or two or?
2: Uh, I only gave up Justin Jefferson, Miles, so this was the exact trade. I gave up Miles Sanders, Justin Jefferson, and a fourth round pick, uh, and a rookie start—not rookie startup, but the rookie draft—and he gave me Jalen Waddle, Travis EPNs. A 23 first, two okay. 23 first, and a twenty two one ten. But
1: is that twenty? Is that twenty twenty three first potentially top like three?
2: Uh, no, I don't think either of them will be. But okay. I got seven combined, so it doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, I I would say that I probably would have rather kept Jefferson if you're if you're pretty confident your top picks aren't coming from this lot of picks. I probably would have rather stuck with Jefferson. I like Waddle and ETN. That's not a bad haul. You didn't get screwed on that deal at all. But I I probably would have held on to Jefferson, added him to – who else did you have? You have uh, Walker. So, like, let's say you get Robinson and you get, like, the three pick as well. Like, you're going to have a really good team. I would have probably rather had Jefferson, um, but that's me. But 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 dude Maybe that ends up Being the pick You know what I mean Sometimes it's weird The worst team Ends up being a team That loses like A big couple guns That go down So maybe it'll be Okay for you But you didn't get Taken on it I just probably Wouldn't have done I would have kept That with what you got See and the guys Thought it was
2: collusion I thought it was A fair trade man It's always better Having a crazy player Than just taking Yeah I mean Jefferson's so He's good bro Because you don't Really know when you know you got a pop
1: team. Yeah, I love I, I love Jefferson, man. So, but but hey, Waddle Waddle's got a bright future too. So you're you're fine. I love ETN. So you guys you got some good talent, man. Don't worry about it. All right, pre- appreciate you, yeah, buddy. Waddle
2: is really what made me quit. All right, I'm gonna let you get to it, man.
1: Yeah, later. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have done that, but but I mean, he still got a good setup. He's got a nice setup. What's up? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Yellow, yellow. you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Hi.
2: Hey, Smitty. Long-time fan, man. Good to talk to you.
1: Yeah, who is this? This is
2: Andy. Andy, what's up? Andrew, I comment every once in a while on there. What's up? Hey, I have, um, I have a dynasty situation. I got a stacked team, but my only quarterback is Tannehill. And I have the 1.3 this year. So what's a good target to go after? Should I just ride Tannehill now and then try and wait, you know, until teams are out of it and try and pick up a QB? Or what do you think the best
1: tactic? Um, I mean, I'm certainly not spending – is it a super Superflex or 1QB? One 1QB. One oh, you, six you points
2: be, for a touchdown.
1: You should be able to find a quarterback. Oh, so you need a QB. You should be able to find a quarterback out there, bro. In a 1QB league, people are giving them away. Um, got guys that would target Jalen Hurts you know he's very doubted Trey Lance I think people are worried about Jimmy G maybe people are ready to get out of that um, Aaron Rodgers is older people are you could get a Brady or an Aaron Rodgers like an older quarterback pretty easily uh, Watson's out half of yeah even, I thought
2: about Brady
1: yeah Watson's out half of you know um,
2: I, have a, I have the 1-3 and the 1-9 what would you think like the 1-3 is that Jalen Hurts territory or is that too much
1: well, one, one, three in in terms of a rookie pick.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I, yeah I don't know that I trade that pick for the quarterback. I, I'm thinking you can get a a quarterback another way. Because that that one point three. I mean, what if what if what if Drake London goes two? Man, you get you get you get Kenneth Walker at three.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Drake London or Jamo. That's pretty much what I'm looking at. I'm yeah. not gonna get the running backs. I of, I, you know. I would.
1: I would definitely uh I would definitely keep that one point three. Yeah. I, I would try and like who who who'd you say your quarterback was? Tannehill?
0: Tannehill, yeah, that's all I got. He's right upset now.
1: right now. He's pissed. Um yeah, yeah. You, like name, name your name your team. Uh, spit off your team real quick. Not your
2: Okay. Running back, I got uh JT, Swift, Gibby, and Jacobs. I mean I still have Khalil Herbert and Gainwell too.
1: We keep twenty,
2: so I'm like pretty deep. And then my wide receivers are stacked. I got Jefferson, Debo, McLaren, Hollywood, Judy, um, Mooney, and someone else I'm missing that's good too. Yeah, you got, dude, you got and so then much. I have uh,
1: you got so much firepower. You think? I have so much. Fun. And let me, are you in like a 10, 10 team league or what?
2: No, twelve. Well, I just rebuilt it and hit on all my draft picks. I waddle, too. That's my other letters. You know, yeah, bro, letters.
1: you could you could afford to trade Hollywood Brown on the high. You could afford to trade McLaurin. You could afford to trade Gibby. You could afford to trade uh, – who was the other one that you had? The Gibby and uh, – another- Jacobs. Jacobs. You could trade any one of those guys and, yeah. get, and get, a, get a quarterback. Like, you could – and you don't have to reach for a low-end hanging fruit. Like, go after – uh, go after Russell I've, Wilson. I'm
2: sad that, like, the big, you know I mean? I took, like, I threw, like, crazy offers at, you know, the high-end quarterbacks, and I can't get, you know, Herbert. I already tried that.
1: Hey, what about Russell so Wilson? Herbert, Mahomes, and
2: I I threw wild trades at him, and I couldn't
1: get him. Russell Wilson?
2: Russell Wilson might be a good one. That's a top-five quarterback that, that's right
1: one. There. He's top-five. Jalen Hurts yeah. is a sneaky 7-12. to 12. Um... Deshaun Watson you could always grab and hope he doesn't get suspended a full half a full half of a season Um, yeah man there's, there's options galore you got Dak Prescott and yeah. Derek Carr and Jalen Hurts and all those guys like outside the top 12 There's no way. Okay, there's I'll no way. To try. I'll
2: up some there's trade offers.
1: yeah. There's got to be. Jalen Hurts always scared me,
2: so I'm I'm like unsure. You know what I mean? Yeah, but and scare- I don't want to trade away one of my assets, and then all oh, like you know a year from now I got nothing. But yeah, but year. If from you
1: in him? That's good enough for me. A year from now, you have like a stacked team still, and you're not using Josh Jacobs anyway. Like I, I trade right. Josh Jacobs or Hurts or something like that. I would. That's me. Okay. All right, man. I tr- try for trade. Prefer Trey Lance on the cheap. I like Trey Lance a lot. I like Jalen Hurts a lot. Go after those two guys. Yeah, I know the Trey
2: Lance owner. He's in love with him, so he's right. not going to, he's not going to cough
1: him up. All right. Later, man. Appreciate you, Andrew.
2: All right. Later, man.
1: All right. Well, that's all she wrote. Let's see if anybody sneaks in a call before I turn. Oh, there it they- is. <laughs> you, you just snuck in. Live on the fantasy football show.
2: This is rock at it again?
1: Rock out! What's up?
2: I got a dynasty question. Would you trade Ayuk in a early first round for DK?
1: Uh, Ayuk in an early first round? No.
2: That's what I was
1: thinking. <laughs> uh, Ayuk in first for DK. So I'll put it on screen here. No, because I mean Ayuk could be as good as DK. I'm not saying he will be, but he could be. And then you said middle round first rounder. Middle rounders uh,
0: actually
1: early. early. Early first rounder? A Hell point. no, bro. Is that next year? This year. Oh, this year. What pick is it? Uh, 3rd. No, you could get you could get Kenneth Walker with that, man. Not to mention Jameson Williams long term could be better than all, all all either one, you know, so no. No, 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 no. I'm gonna send yeah, you. I'm gonna send, send you. On, I'm gonna send you on a baby lap. Take a lap. Take a lap. The baby one. Take a lap. Take a lap. <laughs> no, I like DK, man. But DK is not in a good spot right now. You should be able to. You should be able to trade Ayuk for DK straight up. <laughs> the way people are valuing DK. Yeah, I'll
2: take it respectfully. <laughs> you what? Sometimes we gotta take a little lap.
1: Yeah, it's good for your health, bro. Laps keep you healthy, keeps your heart strong, but but I mean, hey, Rockout, There's times where everybody wavers like this on something because they're either itching to do a deal and they're just like, they just need to back away from the computer. Like it happens to everybody. Like we have all made trades we shouldn't have made. This would this could have been one of them. But you you've got us here to talk you off the ledge. But try and get DK for Ayuk straight up, and if and, and and some might even rather have Ayuk, man. I'm just telling you right now. But if you want DK, if you feel like DK is going to have a good situation in the future very soon, he's going to get a, let's say Baker gets traded over. Not that that's an upgrade from Russell. It's still a downgrade, but it's a huge upgrade from what DK is looking at right now. But let's say Baker goes over and you feel like DK is going to be good or for the future. Trade a second rounder and Iuke for DK. But don't be giving up a first rounder, especially a number three. What if that's uh, Kenneth Walker, man? Kenneth Walker and Iuke for DK no way no way
2: so, yeah I hear you on that what's all right rock,
1: rock out redeem
2: yourself
1: rock out redeem what's yourself we want. redeem yourself okay, give, give me some bold prediction redeem yourself right now
2: oh let's see bold prediction um i this is not really bold but i think uh, Javante is good. Could probably be late, late, uh, like the first pick of the second round, and possibly be a top three. Do you smell it?
0: This is Javante season.
1: You hear that? We don't need no. Reason. We don't need no reason. Rumbling, tumbling. Rumbling, tumbling. Zone, you hear that? that yeah. That's you, right? Uh, that's the first part That's you That's the first person uh, Who Who's the second one I forget Is that Robert? Oh, yeah I think so Yeah I like I love Javante bro I'm so excited for Javante I'm kind of glad uh,
2: Melvin Gordon's there So we can get
1: him later Hell yeah and, and this doesn't help right here This whole That boy can run the ball Not a big statement Not a big 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 statement by, by Russell Wilson. I mean, it's obvious. We all know we can run the ball. We all saw it with our own eyes, but it's just nice to hear. It's nice to hear some positivity for a change, and I think it gives people that are wavering a little bit of a like, okay, look at that graphic right there. Look at that young man cutting. This is a tackle-breaking machine. Led the league in broken tackles, Rock out in a halftime roll. This guy's going to be potentially the number one running back in 20-yard-plus runs, possibly the number one running back in in 40 yard plus runs and might possibly be the number one running back in broken tackles again he's at least going to be in the mix for top three at like all of those categories and when you do that you are like you bro rocking out all right rock out all right appreciate you call back anytime appreciate your support let's rock out Rockout's the man. Rockout is the man. Okay, that's going to do it for today's show. Please hit that thumbs up on the way out the door. Terry, 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 how many thumbs up we have? Are you happy, Terry? Before we leave, I need to know if Terry's happy. I don't know. I don't know if Terry's happy. We might not have enough thumbs up for Terry to be happy. Terry's on patrol. Terry's on Terry ain't happy Hit that thumbs up on the way out the door Appreciate everybody being here um, We're live Monday through Friday Every single Monday through Friday Without, without, with almost without fail Almost without fail um, Appreciate everybody Ryan says can you get to my question before we leave Let's try 1.6 in an early 2023 first-rounder or Najee. It depends on where the 2023 first-rounder is. I mean, Ryan, you just said yourself that that you have uh, Robinson as like the number one running back in fantasy football, right? So if you think it's the first overall pick, then the answer for you would be no based on the way you t- you talk about him. But if it's like a third or a fourth or a fifth overall, yeah, I mean, give me Najee. Najee's in the top three overall in Dynasty. So I'd, I'd rather have Najee, but I need to know. I need to know where that pick is, and I don't know that. I'm live every Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. I answer every single comment in the chat. So leave a comment. See you tomorrow. Uh, Terry, I don't know if you're still here. The other Terry Smitty, I have the 1.3 and a 1.8. Third round linear draft coming up at the end of the month. What do you like at those spots? Uh, Give me me one of those wide receivers. And, uh, I mean, if you've got that end of the second round, I'm loving Javante there. I'm loving Brees Hall there. I'm not afraid to go Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and then go Javante or Brees Hall at the end of round two if they fall, or Swift. Um, I also like uh, I also like the idea of you going Najee Harris and then getting to do whatever you want in that that third round. Oh, you have the 1.8 as well. Uh, yeah, go Harris, and if you can get Jamar Chase or Jefferson, that would be absolute fire. If not, You could go Swift and Jamar Chase. Swift with the eight pick. Jamar Chase with the three. You could go a lot of different ways. Good luck, Terry. Hope you're still here to hear this. Oh, Terry, I think you said rookies only. Um, at number three, it's, it's, it's Kenneth Walker. If he falls, if not, then Jamison Williams, bro. That's my pick. And then eight, uh, eight. I love Rashad white later, everybody.